Welcome back. My name is Elizabeth Choate. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and today's topic is boundaries. What are personal boundaries? Personal boundaries are the limits and roles we set for ourselves within relationships. A person with healthy boundaries can say no to others when they want to, but they are also comfortable opening themselves up to intimacy and close relationships. A person who always keeps others at a distance, whether emotionally, physically, or otherwise, is said to have rigid boundaries. Alternately, somebody who tends to get too involved with others has porous boundaries. This is a worksheet provided by TherapistAid.com and is titled, What are Personal Boundaries? <coughs> Excuse me. So common traits of rigid, porous, and healthy boundaries. Under the column for rigid boundaries, avoids intimacy and close relationships. They're unlikely to ask people for help or ask for directions. They have very few close relationships. They're very protective of personal information. They may seem detached, even with romantic partners. They keep others at a distance to avoid the possibility of rejection. Porous boundaries. These people overshare personal information. They have difficulty saying no to other people. They're over-involved with other people's problems. They're dependent on opinions of others. They're accepting of abuse and disrespect. And they fear rejection if they do not comply with other people. Healthy boundaries. These people value their own opinions. They don't compromise their values for others. They share personal information in an appropriate way. They don't undershare or overshare. They know personal wants and needs and can communicate them. And they're accepting when they are told no. Most people have a mix of these three boundary types, uh, depending on the type of boundary. So we'll talk about the types of boundaries in just a moment, but also the situation. So you may have healthy boundaries at work, but porous boundaries in romantic relationships and maybe a mix of all three types with family members. The appropriateness of boundaries depends heavily on your setting and who you're with. Some cultures have very different expectations when it comes to boundaries. Uh, for example, it's considered very inappropriate to express emotions publicly in some cultures, and emotional expression is very much encouraged in other cultures. So, you know, cultures, um, the differences in cultures definitely have an impact on how boundaries would be set and reinforced. Okay, so what are the types of boundaries. We have our physical boundaries and this is the bubble around our body. Everybody has a different uh, need for personal space. Um, you know, for example, your child could crawl all over you like a spider monkey and you're cool because that's your child. But if a stranger walked up and started petting your hair... Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You might turn around and hold your hand up and say, no, don't touch me. Um, so physical boundaries, you know, situation, environment, and people involved. Um, Physical boundaries can change. Um, Overall, healthy physical boundaries include an awareness of what you feel is appropriate and what is not. And um, hugs, handshakes, kisses, how, how you freely accept them or decline to accept them. Um, physical boundaries can be violated when people touch you and you don't want them to, or or if they invade your personal space. You know, if they're rummaging through your your dresser drawers in your bedroom, or if you're um, texting somebody and somebody stands over your shoulder and reads every word, um, that can be a, another violation of your boundary. Uh, the next is intellectual boundaries. This refers to your ideas and your thoughts. Um, if you have healthy intellectual boundaries, you'll respect other people's ideas and have an awareness of appropriate discussions. When and where should you talk about the weather, politics, sex, religion, that kind of thing. And um, intellectual boundaries are violated when somebody dismisses, um, belittles, or minimizes your thoughts and ideas. So that's a that's a big one. And uh, People violating your intellectual boundaries can be quite hurtful. Um, it could even be they insult the music you listen to, or they insult you're into poetry and they say poetry is stupid. Um, these people are not nice people, and they'll violate that. <clears throat> so you have to find a way to reinforce, which we will talk about setting and reinforcing boundaries. Emotional boundaries. Of course, this refers to your feelings, your emotions. And um, healthy emotional boundaries include limitations on when to share, when not to share your personal information. Gradually sharing personal information during the development of a relationship is healthier than revealing everything to everyone within the first five minutes that you meet them. Um, Emotional boundaries are violated when somebody criticizes, belittles, minimizes, or invalidates your feelings. Sexual boundaries, that's the intellectual, emotional, and physical aspect of sexuality. Healthy sexual boundaries involve a mutual understanding and respect of limitations and desires between sexual partners. Um, These boundaries can be violated when you receive unwanted touch, pressure to engage in sex when you don't want to, people leering and catcalling at you, or um, comments that are directed at you with a sexual overtone. And material boundaries, that's your money and your things. Um, When you have healthy boundaries in this area, you set limits on what you share and with whom you share it. Um, maybe you would lend a car to a family member, but not to someone you met this morning, right? So, um, material boundaries can be violated when somebody steals or damages your possessions 
or when they pressure you to give or lend them your money or possessions. Um, time boundaries refer to how you use your time. It's your time management. And when you have healthy time boundaries, you're good at time management. Uh, you know how to set aside enough time for different facets of your own life, such as work, relationship, hobbies, self-care. Um, time boundaries are violated by other people when they demand too much of your time. Uh, they want you to take the time you put aside for yourself and do something for them instead. And trust me, usually it's something they could do for themselves. They just don't want to. So um, time boundaries are a big thing. So setting boundaries. Know your boundaries. So your boundaries should be based on your values or the things that are important to you. Um, if you value spending time with your family, you'll set firm boundaries about working late. If you value going to church, you'll set firm boundaries about not working on Sunday. Um, your boundaries are your boundaries and yours alone. And your boundaries might align with those who are close to you, but others will be unique. And you need to know your boundaries before you enter a situation. This makes it less likely that you'll do something you're not comfortable with. So you always have the right to say no. Let me repeat that. You always have the right to say no. When doing so, express yourself clearly. Um, don't be ambiguous. Don't be wishy-washy. You don't have to be aggressive either. You don't have to be like, no! <laughs> you don't have to be, no. And you don't have to add an explanation at the end of your no. You don't have to justify your no. You owe no, you don't owe anybody any explanation for your boundary and your decision, okay? So here are a few examples of um, saying no. You can say, I'm not comfortable with this. I can't do that for you. This is not acceptable to me. Please don't do that. This does not work for me. I am drawing a line at dot, dot, dot. Uh, not at this time. I've decided not to, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to be part of this. So use confident body language. You want to face the other person, make eye contact, use a steady tone of voice that's appropriate. Don't be too, don't be too soft-spoken and say, I don't want, and don't be loud and say, I'm not doing that, because then you're using inflammatory language and that's not nice. Um, be respectful. Don't yell, don't use put-downs, don't give the silent treatment. It's okay to be firm, but your message will be better received if you're respectful. And plan ahead. Think about what you want to say and how you want to say it. You might even want to write yourself a script, read it out loud, rehearse it, because when, when you're not used to setting boundaries, it is not easy. It makes you feel queasy. And when you approach the other person, sometimes you get a lump in your throat. You want to cry. You want to run. You hate to say no if you're not used to it. So plan ahead and prepare yourself. Um, use a nice, confident posture. Now, you're going to do this by yourself, okay? You don't want to do this Wonder Woman posture in front of the people you're setting a boundary with or they'll think you're a nut. So um, in the privacy of your own space. Stand tall, put your shoulders back, put your hands on your hips, open your chest, put your chin up, 
smile, put a big smile on your face and just say, I have the right to say no. I have the right to say no. I have the right to say no and it feels good. Just give yourself a little pep talk. Use that body language. Your limbic system does not lie. And when you force change your posture like that from slumped over and insecure and maybe not so confident to Wonder Woman, then your limbic system shoots out chemicals in your brain that coincide with that posture. So it's helpful. And okay, compromise. When appropriate, listen and consider the needs of the other person. You never have to compromise, but give and take is is a good part of any relationship. So know when to compromise. Um, And then there are some... um, on this worksheet, there are examples. So here, here's, and they have uh, they have squares with different vignettes and situations where you can respond and practice setting boundaries on this worksheet. Um, here are the two examples at the top. The situation is you notice your roommate has been eating your food in the fridge. You never discuss plans to share food, and you don't want them to eat what you've bought. So the response could be. I'd like to keep our food separate. If there's something of mine you want, please ask me before you take it. And if you eat something of mine, please replace it. Um, A second situation. Your friend calls you at 11 p.m. to discuss issues she is having with her boyfriend, but you need to wake up at 6 a.m. so you can go to work. You could tell her, I can tell you're upset and I do want to talk to you. But right now I have to go to sleep. Maybe we can talk tomorrow afternoon. Um, Your friend might get mad because your friend is super inconsiderate to call you that late. Um, But that's okay. She needs to learn to respect your time. And with the roommate, the roommate might be offended because you've never discussed the food situation before. But when you set that boundary, the roommate learns to respect your things. Because um, uh, probably pretty likely if they're taking your food without asking, they're probably wearing your shoes without asking and probably used your toothbrush. Just kidding. <laughs> so um, if you'd like to go and download this worksheet and use the practice section, it's therapistaid.com and it's called Setting Boundaries. Um, and that is it. Um I want to give you a couple tips on building happiness because while you're setting boundaries, self-care is very important because setting boundaries is not easy. So building happiness, gratitude, write down three things you're grateful for every day. Do not worry if they seem stupid, mundane, trivial, because they're not. They're amazing and they're huge. Just get something on that paper. Writing gratitude helps you identify positive aspects of even the worst days. Mm -hmm. The second one is acts of kindness. Make a conscious effort to do something nice for no reason other than to help another person. You might be surprised how a simple act of kindness can turn around the day for both you and the kindness recipient. And if, if if you're at Starbucks and you decide to buy... Uh, the person behind you, you decide to pay for their order, do it, but please don't go on social media and post that you did that. 
because that takes the magic away. Do it and tell no one you've done it. Hold the magic, that good feeling. Hold it inside. Don't share it. That's all for you, okay? You've done something kind and you feel that warm, fuzzy feeling like, I did such a good thing. Hold that and let that energize you for the day. Don't don't blow it by bragging about yourself on social media or bragging to other people. Do a nice act of kindness and zip your lip and just bask in that feeling because that's where the magic is. Um, exercise. Positive effects of exercise are astounding. <laughs> Physically active people have more energy, better immune systems, a better sense of accomplishment, and you stimulate brain growth, reduce insomnia, and it can even act as an antidepressant because as we all know, when you exercise, your brain releases happy, happy hormones. Uh, meditation, getting yourself in wise mind, meditating. Um, research has linked meditation with reduced anxiety and positive emotions. So people who meditate on a regular basis can even permanently rewire their brain to create a sustained happiness. If you have never meditated, go to a beginner's meditation and get started. And um, I will do more episodes that are strictly on meditation so that you can follow along. Positive journaling. Take some time to write about positive events in your life. Write about a fun day you spent with friends, a movie you saw that you loved, or something you did that you really, really enjoyed. Positive journaling will get you into the habit of focusing on positive, and it'll help you get rid of that negative filter. Fostering relationships. Strong social connections are thought to be one of the most powerful influences of our mood. We love to have that sense of belonging. Um, no matter how unique and strange and different from others you are, you still want to have somebody who understands you. And that's what the social belonging is all about. Um, people who are dedicated to spending time with friends and family show the highest levels of happiness. And if you can't see your loved ones every day, you can send an email, make a phone call. If it feels like you never see your loved ones or your social connections who lift you up, Schedule time that can be dedicated to them. Set a firm time boundary so that you can make it happen. So that's our first lesson on building boundaries and building happiness. And I will um, have further episodes clarifying reinforcing boundaries and becoming more assertive. So I hope you have a wonderful day. Keep using your tools and... Remember, you're worth it. You're awesome. You're a badass and you're doing a great job. Until next time.